2: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
1: It's that time, Sports Daily, getting all the inside information on the Kansas Jayhawks. Let's go now to the KU football and basketball beat writer from the Kansas City star, Shreya Slada.
0: And we come back and we talk a little KU. Shake off the, the bad energy from rough weeks on college basketball. It was not for KU. The Jayhawks get one of their biggest wins of the year. You know, look, it wasn't against the most impressive team or anything like that, but Shreya's as we look at it. Um, it was a game on the road. That's the first check mark. They got 10 minutes from Nicholas Timberlake off the bench. He did not turn the ball over. Uh, Meaningful bench minutes. So you kind of check two boxes with this one. Meaningful bench contributions, I think, and a road win. And now a week off. That feels pretty good today for KU basketball.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think I agree with everything besides the meaningful bench contributions. I thought Jamari did a a decent job in the minutes that he played, uh, but Phil talked about it. He played the bench six minutes in the second half because they switched up defensive scheme, uh, so they wouldn't give up as many threes. I think uh, they switched them ball screens. Um, and I think Oklahoma went one of 10 or one of 11 after hitting, I think, seven or eight in the first half. Um, so other than that, I mean, I think it was a great win by Kansas. You know, I, I don't think Timberlake did anything particularly well as good as he's done the, the two previous games offensive end-wise. But I guess, like you said, if the bar is not, you know, It's no turnovers.
0: It's it's just come into the game, come into the game and don't just gift wrap it for the other team. Like, honestly, for me, like we just, like for KU, you just need to give the starters a chance to catch their breath. I don't think they need the production. Do they, they just need the starters to be able to rest.
1: I think, I think that is, is pretty true. I mean, I'm sure they'll need the production against some better teams. I mean, Oklahoma was down, two key bench players uh, and one of them is a guy who's averaging 13 in league play. So he would have definitely helped. But I mean, I, I had a feeling this team was going to beat Oklahoma. I, they're not very good on the offensive end. They could defensive team, uh, you know, and, and like the shooting was a mirage. Anyone could have told you the shooting was a mirage. I had a feeling the shooting was a mirage because, you know, they're not a, that great of a, you know, three point shooting team. I think they were shooting 32% deep coming into the game in league play. Um, So it was a good win for KU. Uh, I don't know what to make of it because in the sense of it's important they get rest and I think they're going to come out, beat Texas at home, beat K-State at home. The last two games of the season, Baylor and Houston, you know, it could go, they could sweep both of them. That basically guarantees them. I think the big 12 title, it feels like, or it could be something like where they split one and, you know, they get second or third in the conference, but Where Ku sits right now is a lot more favorable than it's that, you know, just even two games ago.
3: I was a little surprised when I saw that Kevin McCuller was going to play, because in my mind I'm thinking, okay, so they can rest him against Oklahoma on the road, uh, continue, you know, having him rehab, and then you get an entire week off before you're back at home taking on. So that gives you more time to get McCuller up. No, but he played 35 minutes in the game on Saturday, 10 points, eight rebounds. Did you notice any kind of limitations from McColler? What did you assess from him in his return on Saturday?
1: I mean, I think Bill talked about it best in the sense of like, yeah, he wasn't his usual self and he was trying to figure out his rhythm, but he played with it himself and he hit the biggest shot of the game, that three-pointer that gave Kansas the lead. And if he wasn't there, Kansas probably loses that game with how they were playing in the first half, you know? Uh, so... I didn't really notice too much. I definitely think it's going to be one of those things that, you know, the the bone bruise thing is something they need to monitor. Having a week off can only help him and the rest of the Kansas team. I think Hunter Dickinson mentioned it afterwards that this was the best he felt in two months. And I noticed that, too, because he dunked the basketball, I think, one time, which he hasn't done in a long time. Uh, so limitation-wise, I didn't see anything too crazy. I think he was just a little out of rhythm and, and you know, getting back to his usual conditioning after not playing for nearly two weeks. Uh, how big will this week off be do you think
0: from from what you gather and how much this team, I, I they got to you know get a little bit of a long week there and get the rest so if you know five days rest uh cured a little of what ailed them before oklahoma how much do you think seven days rest then does this team good this is the last stretch of big rest that they're gonna have the rest of the season they won't have it again how important is it i mean do you put them on ice do you practice hard or well, how do you handle it
1: I think it's going to be, you know, very important. I think it's going to be one of those things that Bill probably practice with him a little bit, but probably not go as hard as you could have gone. Because I think, like you said, he knows that this is the last real stretch of the regular season and really four-tournament play starts where they have this long of a rest. And it's clear that these guys need some time to rest and recuperate. You know, Juan and both uh, Dickinson talked about how excited they are for the week off to kind of just relax a little bit. And I don't blame them. It's been a long season. It's been a lot of, you know, sun, uh, Saturday, Monday games the last couple of weeks. So that's definitely taken a toll on the legs. And um, I think this Kansas team's going to come out rejuvenated, feeling good. They're going to probably beat Texas because Texas is not very good, period. But I think, you know, they're going to look really good against Texas. They're going to be K-State at home. And then the fun begins when they play Baylor and Houston on the road.
3: Well, this is a really difficult stretch this week for the top team in the Big 12 The Houston Cougars, they play Iowa State at home uh, tonight on Big Monday, and then they're on the road this weekend taking on Baylor. Uh, So there could very easily be a scenario where, you know, Kansas a game and a half back right now with that week off where they could be right back in the mix to compete for a big 12 championship. So as we are looking ahead to not only this weekend against Texas, I mean, I think you mentioned it a couple of minutes ago. What do you think it's going to take from, you know, obviously you're going to need a little bit of help from these other teams, but what do you think from the Jayhawks perspective, they have to do to be able to get back into the race for the big 12. Well, I think, I mean, you know,
1: you need to keep playing the level of defense. They played against Oklahoma. They had their best, one of their best defensive halves of the year. Uh, they limited Oklahoma to four made shots. I mean, you don't hear that often. Four of, like, 18. I think that's uh, a 4-22. of something like that's 18% from the field, which is nuts. Uh, you need to have that kind of level. Maybe not quite that, but, you know, a similar level defense that stays consistent at times when you need it. Um, you know, obviously the typical stuff, don't turn the ball over. You know, make sure the guys are healthy. Uh, you know, let Johnny keep doing what he's doing, you know, in the sense that he's averaging 14, 15 since basically he's starting and he's kind of really found his role on the team. Uh, but the biggest thing is you can't get behind on the road. I think it puts them in a tough position against good teams on the road when you're down big because it takes a lot of effort to just try and claw back. And a lot of times it doesn't happen or they fall just short uh, just because of the fact that, uh, the matter is, it's uh, you know, it's a tough environment wherever you go in the Big 12 to win the road. And Baylor and Houston are going to be really, really tough environments. I think Kansas will probably win one of those out of the two. Uh, I don't know which one, but I'd probably say uh, the Baylor game they win.
0: Well, I look. I can't wait to see how they use it and if they can just get you know a burst of energy and go go tight. I I I still don't know even after a nice win against Oklahoma how to look at this team in the tournament. I I don't think it's ma- I mean maybe maybe it is. Maybe you know this. Is it a matchup thing this year in the tournament? Is it a you know, hopeful that nobody gets into foul trouble thing in the tournament? I I think more most importantly obviously is that everybody's healthy, but I don't – it's not as clearly defined to me as far as, like, the path and what kind of team they play against, but if it is, what would that be? Like, who does Kansas want to match up with? What style is best fitted for their wins?
1: You want to play teams that are slower, uh, filled with people, with big men, you know, can't shoot the basketball. Um, you You don't want to play teams that can shoot the ball. I think that's one of the biggest issues Kansas is going to face this year, whoever they play, is if this team can shoot the heck out of the three ball, they get hot, Kansas can very well be sent out early. Uh, I think because of the fact that we've seen it, they've every game, but I think uh, the Cincinnati game, I wrote about it, they've been outshot from three in big 12 points. That's nuts to me. If you're playing at a disadvantage from three-point land every game, basically, whether it's nine points or 15 points, it's really tough to win basketball games. But Kansas' defense has been good enough for them to win more often than not at home. And, you know, they've, I mean, they've won every game at home, sorry. And, and on the road, you know, they just captured their second road conference victory. The big thing for them is it's definitely, I think, come down to matchups. I don't think the, the college basketball field outside of UConn is particularly amazing this year. I could see Kansas making a run if they can stay healthy, uh, if they don't play teams that can shoot the ball really well, um, if they can get maybe a Nick Timberlake or uh, Marco Jackson or Jamire McDowell game in the tournament to help out when they need some scoring or whatever else they need. Um, You know, I, I'm a little more optimistic about this Kansas team than I was maybe a week ago, but I think ultimately it's a flawed team, but because the field is filled with flawed teams, it's going to come down to matchups.
3: Let's talk about the Longhorns this weekend. Sharius, I feel like this is a team that has a tremendous amount of talent with Tyrese Hunter and Max A. Smith and Dylan DeSue. Like, they've got really big-time playmakers, but they've definitely underperformed this season under Rodney Terry, getting blown out uh, just the last couple of days against Houston by 21 points. What do we know about them? Do you feel like this is a team that could potentially jump up and bite the Jayhawks, or do you think Kansas matches up well? Call
0: from mom. Answer it.
3: Call
1: silenced. He has up really well. Obviously, talent is talent, right? So, talent can play out, and sometimes upsets happen. But, you know, Kansas is going to come off a long rest. They're going to be rested, recuperated. I mean, I just don't see this Texas team beating Kansas at home. If they beat Kansas at home, then we have a lot of bigger issues because, you know, like Rodney Terry has just not had the the best second season uh, I think Texas fans were hoping for. And, you know, it'll be interesting because obviously they go to big, uh, the SEC next year. So, I think it'll be a little easier than Big 12, but the SEC is no joke either. Um, but, you know, I think, like you said, relative to expectations, this Texas team has been a disappointment. Um, but they have a lot of talent, some talent that will probably be playing in the NBA within the next year or two. And, um, you know, anything can happen. But I- I'd be surprised if Kansas loses them. And I think uh, Bill Self is just too good of a coach, and he'll have his team ready to go at home uh, because, uh, you know, that's what he does best.
0: Big 12's back in play, everybody. We'll see if they can get it done. They get to play two of the teams they trail, so that certainly helps. In fact, they get to play all three of the teams they trail. Uh, Shrius, we appreciate it. You can find Shrius uh, Work at the Kansas City Star. Uh, You can follow Shrius on social media. Enjoy uh, a few extra days off, and then we'll be right back here next week to talk about the big one this weekend.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me,
0: guys. There goes Aslata joining us as he does uh, every week. Our KU insider always appreciate that. It was that was a it was good to see for KU. Now the rest will be the best thing to see. Just plain and simple. Uh, President's Day. I look, Tommy. I don't know how we're surviving it without some caffeine. Appreciate Prairie Fire Coffee for you know feeding everybody. Jad he's got a lot of coffee to drink this morning up at the uh, Odyssey Studios. Just he and Steve up there. Uh, I, Jad, how many cups of Prairie Fire coffee have you had this morning? Nine, ten? That? I did. I was in. I who was in who yesterday. Talks, who, who's, who's talking about anything? Yeah. Who, who, what, what, what's, what's happening right now? <laughs> Whenever I go in, so I was in yesterday for a CBS shift, and man, I I never drink more coffee than when I do those, just because I that like four or five hours or whatever. When you're so like, I just need the heat on my voice, and I just run through that Prairie Fire. It's so good. We appreciate them uh, for providing us some coffee up at the odyssey, odyssey studios all right it's let's really take good. a you quick break we'll yeah <laughs> <laughs> well played jack well played all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll come back your thoughts on anything we've been uh, tied up on the phone lines today but we'll open them up for the rest of the time kfh hotline 869 1240 we'll come back more sports daily after this